Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl Besner on CJD 800. And tonight, well, it's been Grand Prix. And I have to tell you, I just came in from great Grand Prix celebrations. And I have a surprise visitor, actually. I dragged her in with me. She has been my wingman behind my uh, Grand Prix race experience all weekend. Bridget Bedar from TVA, our very own weather girl, here with me tonight. So please do not blame me for the awful weather we've been having for this rougher <laughs> weekend. It's been a rough week. Please don't rub it in. But yeah, Cheryl, you know, we always have a good time, whether it's Grapri weekend or just any other weekend. I will always gladly be your plus one, as you will be my plus one on different events we have. And we always manage to have a good time. We do. And we spend plenty of time talking about relating, dating, and mating. We kind of went through our singledom together, right? Well, I was a little bit. We have a few things in common (laughs) and uh, we shared experiences, definitely. We have, we have. And and, uh, including last night's great party at the Ritz Carlton. You know what? The, The Ritz, I mean, everybody says, ah, it's the greatest party. You know what? Because it it is is. the greatest party. party. You just meet such a vast array of people. Yeah, they're local celebrities, but you meet people from all around the world. They're in town for the weekend, and you get to chat with some really interesting folk, and the the food is great, the ambiance, and the dancing. Everything was so good. Our feet hurt today, (laughs) but it was worth it. It was worth it. And you know, it is a city of beautiful people, and a lot of single people were at that party last night. Indeed. So, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is go out, enjoy the city. We have such great things going on all the time and you never know where you're going to meet people and interesting enough the first guest up tonight is somebody that I happen to run into and we have a race car driver joining us in studio tonight who better to talk about how fast how slow how to take the curves around a bend in relationships than a race car driver right well, Cheryl you say race car driver, everybody says, oh, so a guy's on the show. That's right. It's not a guy. It's not. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We're welcoming you, Isabel Trombley. You are an incredible woman, race car driver, but also the contrary is you're the director of Derma Minceur here in Montreal. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for the invitation. I have to follow you uh, all for the, during the weekend. I had such a great time. Well, and this is your first time in Montreal for the Grand Prix as now living here, right? This is a whole new experience for you living Actually, in Montreal. Actually, I'm here for the last two months with mm-hmm. my new uh, role uh, as a director uh, to that medical uh, aesthetic clinic. Uh, it's, it's hard on me because I'm not on the track, obviously, uh, but I'm having a great time to uh, go over with the festivity and uh, looking at the race. Well, um, so just to tell everybody out there, I went to a fundraiser a couple weeks ago at iCar, and one of the benefits was I was told that I could get into the car with one of the drivers, and of course, I wanted to meet Isabel, and I interviewed her talking about being single, being this incredible woman, redefining herself. And we got into this whole discussion. I think we were going 160 or 180 (laughs) miles an hour during it. Um, I felt totally safe, by the way. And we started having a great conversation about relationships and, and, you know, getting back out there, you know, having children and being single women. Um, 
at a time where, you know, things have changed a lot since we were in our 20s and we had our, our youngest sons, like my young son, and you have an 18-year-old, right? Yes. Yeah. Very so, proud mother. You are a very proud mother. And, and it was great because during that, you really did talk about how relationships and dating and mating is very similar to being behind a wheel, right? Exactly, because at first, when you're younger, uh, the same thing when you race, you think that if you go fast, you're going to win the race. But it's not exactly the, the, the same today. As time goes by, you need to analyze before you go on the track. You need to be um, re really connect with the track. And it's not the faster who's going to succeed uh, overall, it's the one who's going to analyze, observe, uh, observe, sorry for my English. Oh, no, you're doing great. You're just, just great. <laughs> the best strategy that will win overall, right? It is. So I had to make a pit stop uh, to do regulate everything. And now uh, I'm in, you know, uh, I'm just, we had such a nice conversation at that moment. That's why I'm here. Uh, I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I trusted you. I was strapped into this this seat, um, really tearing around this car, uh, this race car track, and um, so it's it's a mutual trust, and that's something that we have to have also in our relationships, right? I mean, it's it's a very serious thing, especially when we first meet somebody, right? Because you want to know more about that person. You want to find out where the curves are in the road and. Uh, in hindsight, up. now, if we all knew where the <laughs> curves were, <laughs> maybe we would be single. <laughs> well, and there wait, is this, this little bum and pass sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, you know, but that's observation. That's what you were talking about. And that's one of the things that I always feel, uh, you know, when I'm talking to people and, and we're having conversations about relationships and they're just starting, you know, to date somebody. It's like, don't go from zero to 60, you know, especially if you've never sat behind a wheel before. You want to kind of get out there get to know somebody take your time so exactly. that you don't take a turn too fast and and end up somewhere where you don't want to be with the person you don't want to be but sometimes you know all the signals and all the indicators might say you know what it feels good across the board and instincts are kicking in and it says go and maybe you want to go 100 miles an hour and a hundred percent might work out right too you know so it's just i think a question of instincts and how you feel overall maybe your past experiences might guide you as well you might be a little more cautious because you might have feel you've gotten burned in the past so that could maybe get you to you know ease on the pedal a bit you know exactly <laughs> but i think it's it's a question of instincts and maybe past experiences all that combined or maybe what do you think about you know some people told me when they started driving i remember this um especially when they're driving um uh, manual car that they would keep their hand on the, the on the emergency <laughs> brake right where you can yes. just grab a hold of that stick shift and like pull on it and sometimes we have to be like very well you're you're right though it's it's an instinct and if we stick with our instincts we're usually okay as long as we're not going with instinct and blinders we well, have no. to take it one turn at a time and evaluate each turn 
So that, that's, that's how you can make it to, to the podium. <laughs> that's true. Navigate each curve. We yeah. have to navigate each curve. But anyway, listen, um, if anybody's listening out there and you miss any part of tonight's show, you can always listen to us on YouTube and iTunes. Uh, coming up, we're going to be meeting the owner of a speed dating company and, of course, get some information on him as to how fast things should move <laughs> or not move in a relationship. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD. 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Welcome back to Solo in the City. I'm sitting here with my good friend Bridget Badar, who's been uh, my wingman all weekend at Grand Prix, and as well Isabel Trombley, race car driver and woman of many talents. And by the way, people can contact you, uh, Isabel, through Is a Racing Team, right? Is yes, that your on site? Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, so check her out there. Uh, you have to see what this woman looks like, how she drives, everything about her is fast and beautiful oh you're so kind oh pleasure I, I bet there's like a lot of guys who even try to like rev your engine when you're out there right on many different levels oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, but i got the choice yes Choose. you do it's always <laughs> your choice in the end and also now we're welcoming uh fritz gerald morriso he is from elite speed dating and uh, has been on the show a couple times before thank you for having me welcome ladies i'm very happy to be surrounded but beautiful ladies tonight. Thank welcome. you. Welcome, welcome. So we've been talking all about how fast people sometimes do or do not enter within relationships. And, you know, I want to ask you, Fritz, do you think that men or women go too fast when they start to date thinking, let's get into a committed relationship or are we exclusive yet? In my opinion, I think it's when... It depends on what stage you're at. So are they going too fast? If they're ready to be there, then please go ahead. If you're not, then they'll take more time. For example, and I like to give myself as an example, is as I got maybe a little bit older and was doing the dating scene, once I did find what who I believe was the right person, I just went at it full force. And within a year, we had one child now we have two and we're just progressing so is that too fast it might be for some people for us it's just the right speed it's it's moving as it should be well i i've talked to a lot of different people and i and i will say one of the things is when i talk to a man he obviously or often will say exactly that when they know they know and they want to go for it and and there's no ifs ands or buts women sometimes well, we're not too sure, we're looking, we're trying to figure it out. But then the commonality, a lot of people feel that it's the woman who wants to start thinking exclusive before, let's say, getting into an intimate relationship. You know, if they're interested, they everybody, by the way, out there, everybody here is right now shaking their heads going, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 that yes. seems to be the overall <laughs> thing going on in the studio. So and that's kind of what you were saying, Bridget, right? Well, th those stereotypes, I guess, you know, they, they still prevail, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, stereotypes are there for a reason, right? Well, I guess we'll ask the expert. I mean, do you find that, you know, women are more ready to commit earlier on in a relationship than guys? Or is this still 
hold true in this day and age? Ready to commit one exclusivity? One ex- that's well, that's, that's, what I that's would say. the key. It's yeah. wanting exclusivity if they're going to get intimate. Because I feel that women now are a little more open-minded, a little more out there, and probably experimenting and... A hundred percent. Being a little more open than they were before, right? I, I do think they are, like you said, more open-minded, more interested, more. They know what they want more. Does that mean that they don't want exclusivity as much? Um, if when we put a range, let's say a bell curve, I would say that more women would want exclusivity prior to men to say that this is a relationship. That doesn't mean that it's a, they're only that. Like, I know a ton of women who like to do their own thing and really they exclusive if it fits them and if it doesn't fit them and that's okay they know what they want they're out searching just like a man and that's more than okay but it's also doing their own thing while they want to just have fun and go out there and experiment but when they meet somebody that they want or are interested in i think it often is woman i mean well the statistics are out there right yes i mean we know what do you think isabel like, do you, do you think, you know, from your friends and, and being out there, do you have any feelings on that? I'm conservator. Uh, it's not because uh, I'm by myself right now that uh, I, I had work to do on myself to be happy with myself before committing with someone. Uh, yes, we experiment, we meet people, but when we're ready, uh, we want exclusivity. That, that's how yeah. I feel. That, that's how I respect myself. What do you think out there, anybody listening? Call us and tell us what you think on this subject. You can call us at 790-0800. We're really anxious to hear your thoughts on this one and uh, get some real statistics as to who's listening and whether you agree or not. So, Fritz, when you have your speed dating nights, you have equal men and women, right? So at the Correct. end of the night, who... Who is more interested into the outcome of the speed dating? Like, <laughs> who liked me? Who didn't like me? Um, well, the I can tell you that at the end of the evening, the men are more interested in who liked me, who didn't like me to plan the second date. And the ladies are more interested into the comments, the feedback oh. that they would get from the date. Like, how, how did I portray myself? Did Why did someone like me or why they didn't like me as opposed to who it was? And are so, they open to the critiquing and the criticisms, positive or negative? More, more the ladies than the men. Um, more on... If we're talking about statistics, we give the option of, do you want only the positive feedback or all of your feedback? And generally, more women will want all of the feedback as compared to men. They're able to take in more of the criticism than uh, than the guys for some reason. Isabel, you are a race car driver. Do you think you would ever be able to go out and do a speed dating event? <laughs> I'm go- ruining a lot of things tonight. <laughs> Very interesting. But you know what? I'm here tonight, so I, I can go there <laughs> another night too. <laughs> you know, it's a very, it's a very interesting uh, dynamic, actually, if, if you've never tried it. Um, to explain it very quickly is that you put a group of people together, men and women, and you face off. And I believe it's usually every seven minutes. The, uh, every your, five to seven minutes. Every five to seven minutes, you change tables and you go to the next one. But interesting, you in your company, you have the women change. That's correct. Right? Instead of the men. And there's a philosophy to that. Why don't you share that with us? The And the reason is very simple, is that you get a higher rate of matches 
when the women move around as compared to the men Why moving around. Glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad you asked. So there's, um, there's certain things that, yes, we will generalize, but which revealed to be true. The first one is that, in general, women are pickier than men. That's one. So by just switching that role of the receiver and the approacher, and you put the person that is less picky as a receiver, the chances are that the person that is coming to quote-unquote sell themselves at that point, has a, there's a higher possibility of them taking yes instead of no. Traditionally, it would be the, the woman sitting down and she has the choice of seeing the man come in, yes or no, and because she is pickier, the chances are of having a no are a lot higher, as opposed to when the man is sitting down, that chance is lower. So that's reverse psychology. There. Exactly. It exactly. Works. So w what would you do? Isabel, you're sitting in a room. Would you ever get up and walk over to a man that you see across the room and sit down and start chatting with him? Or do you wait for him to approach you? Oh, um, I'm more likely w w waiting. Uh, more there likely is waiting. a look. There is that uh, instinct also. You open, you open the door. So usually they come uh, close by me. And what about you, Bridget? I actually know the, the answer on this yeah. one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I won't say it's a technique, but it's something that seems to always have worked in many, many relationships that I've had. It's just, you see somebody interesting, and I just give him a look, and it kind of, I don't want it to sound arrogant, but it kind of gives him permission to say, yeah, come over. But I would not feel comfortable going over and saying, hey, how you doing? I find you look interesting, whatever. But I'm kind of giving him the option of saying, yes, come and chat and say something witty or buy me a drink or do something goofy and get my attention. But there's a signal. It's, it's subtle, but there's a signal. See, I love that you said that because you're giving him the chance. The guy's right? got to be the guy. You know, gotta... I'm going to be traditional and just say it. I want the guy to be the guy. But, but as soon as he messes up at one point. He's out the door. He's out the door. <laughs> you got one chance. I'm okay, giving you but, one chance. <laughs> but you did say, I want the key word there to be permission. Yeah. And and it's one thing, you know, we, we forget often is that it takes a lot for a man to get across, oh, get yeah. up, come across the room and approach you and quite often there'll be friends of his around or whatever and then if you reject him he has to walk back you know and and it's not That's a correct. walk of shame by the way we can be there. harsh like, yeah it, we can well, be the harsh whole, sometimes the whole you know turning around and walking away without making that connection is a harsh reality right yeah. so we, we have to you know give that permission and and basically say to somebody it's okay i want you to come over and last night actually we were at this party and we were talking with um another woman who was single at the party and she said well i have a hard time you know getting somebody to even come over and i said why and it was all about that look and it's about showing we're available accessibility and the accessibility come i'm going to make room for you i'm even going to step back from the group that i'm standing with and let you have space to come in and i showed her she said you know what about that guy and i said look watch and i just did the eye contact that you're talking about he smiled and a little while later he approached the group, you know, it, it was very, very nonchalant. It wasn't overly, you know, expressive or, you know, intimate. But it was just like, there is room for you to come and join. I think we overthink it sometimes. We make it more complicated than it should be, just that initial contact. 
Because it's a bit nerve-wracking and nobody wants to fall and fail and, you know, like you said, the walk of shame. Nobody yeah, wants we don't that, want that. So we don't shame. try. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, look, there is so many roadblocks and speed bumps and turns that can happen in a relationship. And the, the whole point here is let's wave some flags and let people keep going around the track <laughs> and keep moving, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, Fritz, thank you so much. Elite Speed Dating founder and president. And uh, there's going to be a bunch of events actually we're going to talk about later on in the show um, that people can attend. And they can find you at EliteSpeedDating.com, correct? That's correct. Thank and you Isabel, thank you so much for joining us. We will look forward to next year seeing you on the track at Grand Prix. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Coming up next, we have the love table. And we're going to be joined by two people who are going to give us their ideas about how fast and how slow to go around the racetrack of love. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJD 800, the show all about relating, dating, and mating. And this weekend we're talking, of course, it's Grand Prix about how fast, how slow do we get into relationships. And uh, it seems that everybody has a different viewpoint on some of the etiquettes about that. And I'm being joined still here with Bridget Bedar. And as well now, I am welcoming to the love table. First, um, my guest, and who has become a very nice friend as well, and a co-speaker. He's also an author, and he talks about emotional intelligence. His book is called The Power of Decision, 12 Critical Steps for Choosing Wisely. Welcome, Farish Schmidt. Thank you, Cheryl. And as well, a person who's been on the show before, she is lovely and she is from the agency stance it's a platform for musicians to collaborate globally sude sura thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here again and and it's really fun also because you know ferris you're here and you've got all this knowledge and and all this insight into how people think and and you know the steps people take when it comes to relationships and you kind of feel that people do need to take their time we we've talked about this and, and do one step, well, your 12 steps to yeah, choosing wisely, yeah. right? Yeah, I think, I mean, sometimes we go with our instinct. Sometimes we go with our intuition. It works. Definitely, if we can work the brain, knowledge, steps with the emotions, with the intuition, that would definitely work better for everyone. So it's kind of like if we talk in racing terms, because that's what we've been doing all the show, you wouldn't crash and burn as often, right? Absolutely. So do you think you apply this, Sude, to your relating and dating life? Oh, absolutely not. I've been accused of <laughs> <laughs> quite She's the reckless driver. <laughs> I've been accused, my friends always, every time I go on a date, they're like, there she goes again, wanting an instant boyfriend. Um, I, because I have a very strong spirit and I want to connect to the other person um, so much, um, I tend to kind of like 
rush it because I, I'm, I'm like a, a junkie for adrenaline and for feeling. Um, that's not necessarily a good thing, I've learned, and it definitely leads to crashing and burning. However, uh, my last relationship that I was in that lasted 10 years was like a fairy tale. It started like that. It was like it was an instant connection and there were no rules. And we just, you know, we were together for 10 years. So because of, I have that as a, as a base experience, as my foundation, it's kind of hard to steer away from that mentality but I do agree that in today's time and you know you need to take your time and you have to let you know you have to get to know the person before you assume um you know who they are and you know what you want so I'm kind of learning still but no I'm definitely (laughs) well I think it's (laughs) a little bit about instincts as well right I mean we have to go with our instincts right Farah yes definitely we we still have to ask ourselves what is a relationship what's the meaning of yeah. a relationship what do i want in a relationship and we have to remember that this is not a business transaction so if i go into a relationship i want to give but i know why i'm giving and I, i'm enjoying it and uh, definitely we need to share we need to grow together we need goals together we need projects together otherwise i mean the, the relationship will evolve it starts probably with a flame but then the flame will, will will go will go down so if we don't have projects if we don't have plans Well, Bridget, when we were talking earlier, you kind of think, well, you got to go by instinct. Most of your relationships, you said, were you met the person and you just knew and you ended up in a relationship with them. Usually hit it off fairly quickly. And you know what? You trust your guts and your instincts. And, you know, I will admit sometimes those little red flags were there, but I knew they were there. And I went into it knowingly. I knew a crash and burn. I went into it knowing that this was not the best, but at that time it was okay and it suited the purpose or whatever I was going through. But I knew the red flags and my, my instincts were telling me that uh, maybe not the best choice, but I knew about it. And then you move on and then you head for a relationship where there are no little red flags and you know it feels better and you know it's right and it suits that purpose for that time. The problem is that a lot of people don't learn from well, their patterns, yes, yes. right? Absolutely. I mean, that, and that's, that's what you're talking about. That's right, exactly today? what it is, and I see it with my friends all the time. You, you get caught up in cycles where they they're constantly dating the same person over and over yeah. again, and so the question is, how do you break that cycle? For me, is spending a lot of time by yourself, curating your own personality, find, listening to your voice, finding out what it is that you like, and building up your self-esteem to a level that you will attract someone that keeps you calm and grounded so that you don't go off and you don't need, you know, you don't have to approach it with such an, um, you know, excitement to the point that it's going to crash and burn. Well, I think that's one of the most important things is that self-confidence also. When you go out of that, you know, starting gate, you want to be who you are. You want to own that space of yourself. And then you can start, you know, maneuvering, maneuvering around, right? And, and speeding up. Definitely. And I have to agree with Bridget on one point that you said. There are red flags. We see them. We have choices. We make yep. choices and we live with the consequences. Definitely. And uh, so that, like you said, sometimes we don't learn from our past experiences, but still we come into a new relationship without a clean slate. I mean, we're still living the past experience. So how is this going to affect the relationship? That's exactly. And I tell my friends, nobody wants a bailout. 
like a, a, a person that comes into your life, don't don't approach it with such weight. Don't go in with such a heavy burden. Nobody is going to bail you out. Nobody is is looking for that challenge. It is not an attractive challenge to have. So make sure you take off that weight before you go. Go in light. In life in general, but especially when it comes to dating, you have to be light. You have to flow. Your energy has to flow. You have to be happy. Independent. And independent. You have absolutely. to be independent. Incredibly correct? independent. But that has to, you, that's when spending time on yourself and, and kind of listening to what it is that you want, what makes you happy first is very important. And that's even more so important now because it seems just everybody's getting separated, divorced. So we're all winding up single in 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. You have to know who you are. You have to be your own person, independent. And you come with your the goods and the bad sides, and you have to accept that the other guy, he's in his 50s, he's lived a long lifetime before you, so he's going to come with his little quirks and his little habits. Yeah, and absolutely. that compromise, that's uh, something that's maybe new for a lot of people, right? Ferris, I want, yeah. want you to also make a comment on this, because we're talking about independence, and it's, it's very difficult also for people to sometimes understand that there's a difference between being independent and independence and and when i talk about that it's and and i know you understand where i'm going here yes, with, with this definitely. is that i can be independent but i don't want to be out there on my own mm -hmm. right? right there's yeah. a big difference yeah. independence difference, yeah. mean i'm okay here in my body but i want i want to interdepend on somebody else where we give and take from each other yeah absolutely and this is why i mean i, I join again what you just mentioned earlier we have i mean the self-esteem plays a big role definitely i have i have to love myself doesn't mean that i have to be egocentric but i have to appreciate myself how can i love someone if i'm not well with within my skin and this is why i have a new program now emotional intelligence for singles that is going to be launched very soon and i'm looking forward to doing some of that with you <laughs> we are we are going to do some programs together in the fall for all you singles out there it's something to look forward to and it's a privilege to have you on board as oh well, well thank uh, you and thank you for asking yeah. me actually so definitely i i have to build my self-esteem and i am surprised when i look at people around me and i have a privilege to speak to at on average eight thousand people a year and i look at them they are beautiful they are gorgeous outstanding they have everything they want but still they doubt themselves so yes i can be on my own I mean, I am depend independent, but I don't want to be living alone. Definitely not. And that's the big, big difference. Suday, I want to thank you so much for joining us. And, and Thank you for having me. You know, there's a lot of things that people can talk about, about age as well, and how that affects things. And uh, we're going to have to have you back on to uh, really get into this again in the future. I would love to come back. And uh, Ferris, thank you so much uh, for joining us and sharing your wisdom with us today. <laughs> The power of decision. We have to make decisions so we can make the right choices, right? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Cheryl. It was thank you so much. Fun and uh, thank you. a blast. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're off to the races, Bridget. We're going to talk about what's coming up in this week's uh, calendar of events. It's where to go to see and be seen. And um, we're going to let you in on all this stuff that's going on around the city. So stay tuned. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800.
You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800, and we're going to be talking about where to go to see and be seen on the social scene. And this weekend, Bridget, it's a big one, especially with everything that's going on with Grand Prix. Okay, so crappy weather aside. <laughs> okay, that's Montreal the girl in you, okay? I'm sorry We're again. I apologize We're for that. It. But Montrealers love to party, whether it's during the day, during the afternoon, during the night. Not everybody could be at the racetrack tomorrow afternoon, but, you know, downtown is hopping. Half the streets in Montreal are closed because of parties, so we could just go walk around, take in the city, the sights, and just the party atmosphere. That's that's what makes Montreal great, doesn't it? It sure does. And you and I are all primed and prime because we spent the afternoon, we were very lucky, we got to go to this great pit stop prep party at the W Hotel. We got all our makeup on. We have false eyelashes, everybody out there. You should see it. We, we can, like we, our false we eyelashes. Like our we false don't want eyelash. to take them off. We, we can bat our eyes <laughs> at uh, people. And uh, actually, it's almost like a wind chime. They're so long and everything. So very Um, girly afternoon. Very girly afternoon. So we get to go back to the W Hotel after the show is over and uh, rejoin the pit stop party going on. And if you're out there, go over there because the party is going on all night long on the plateau in the W Lounge. Um, it's, It's a happening place and it's a lot of fun. And these parties go on all night so you know three in the morning so you have plenty of time it's only 10 to 11. Night is just starting. The night is just starting but other places uh, that you can check out this weekend are also the Aubert Saint Gabriel they still have parties going on tonight and tomorrow lots of stuff going there. Pandora the rooftop fantastic um, as well. The Le Richmond there's Richmond is one of parties. my favorite restaurants in Montreal. They go all out. Grand Prix weekend, it's one of the glitziest, most exclusive places you can go if you want to see and yeah. be seen and really put on that really nice dress. That's the place to go. Yeah. And and by the way, I have to say, this city, people know how to dress. Um, Don't you know? they? Yeah. People look good in Montreal. Yeah, you know, we travel, Cheryl out. and I, and you come back to Montreal and you're like, yeah. Well, it's when you step here. out, you know, put your best <laughs> foot forward and, and looking great. And um, also then we, when we get out of the Grand Prix mode for some people on Tuesday night, there is a book review group. It's taking place at Mesa 14. It's being hosted by the West Montreal Singles 40 Plus group. They're going to be reviewing the book The Illegal by Lawrence Hill. It's a it's a great book, actually. And on Wednesday night, um, you know, earlier on in the show, and for anybody who missed the beginning of the show, you could hear us on YouTube. You can watch us actually on YouTube and you can also hear us on iTunes. We had Fritz um, from Elite Spade Dating on earlier and we were talking all about crashing and burning and speed in which we should... uh, you know, tackle our dating life. And I wanted to bring him back on because Fritz, you're having an incredible event going on on Wednesday. And I really wanted to talk about this a little bit. So it's spin dating, right? That's correct. So tell us a little bit about it because I, I'm, I was really touched by this whole event meant a lot to me actually. So the event is actually uh, in collaborations with spin Montreal and the multiple sclerosis uh, Division of Canada, Society of Canada. Society of Canada. Yeah. Yes, Division Quebec. No, excuse me for my French. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the event is Wednesday, June fifteenth, and it's for people who uh, have limited uh, mobility 
who live an active life and we want to encourage them into dating. So whether that you're in a wheelchair or not in a wheelchair, you don't have to have multiple sclerosis to be able to participate. We are just in encouraging everybody to get out there, take some time, meet some people and date, you know, whether it's for a relationship, friendship, meet. And that's the whole idea. And there are tickets still available to this event, especially yes. it's for ladies. I think that there's still ladies tickets. There's available, some correct? tickets for ladies still available for this Wednesday. So ladies, come on out, sign up. And, there's and, men for you. And you, they can get uh, these tickets. You can call 514-849-7591. Speak to Patricia. That's correct. Right? Extension 2249. Yes. So I, I really think that this is something great because I, I've had people in my family who have different, different physical limitations. And you know what? It, it's something that really touches people. They, you know, everybody wants to love. Everybody wants to meet new people. And um, this is a great opportunity. So um, I, I really encourage you. And I encourage you to have more of these fits. I think it's a great thing you're doing here. Thank With you. spin. Thank you. And we will. Well, seize the day. Seize the opportunity. I was curious if you have time to just... But some numbers, like you do a lot of these speed dating events, what kind of success rate do you have? Like say you have 100 women, how many of them or would say get a first date or get some connection with somebody that they meet throughout the evening? Uh, thank you for the question. Now, the, the, the statistics actually for an evening is 86% of women that come to elite speed dating walk out with at least one date. So wow. you can have two, three, four. What about the men? The men, 73% of men come out with at least one one date. So out of 10 men, seven will walk out at least with one. And out of the women, 8.5. So eight or nine will walk out at least with one date. Those are give, good numbers. Though. They are very, very good numbers. What is, for instance, give me a specific trait from the women, something that you think stands out that helps those women get those first dates? What is it they're, they're doing? What is it they're putting out there? Well, the first thing that they're... I believe that they're doing is because let's not forget that the women are approaching mm -hmm. now the men, right? They are a lot more or they exude more confidence and they, they are a lot more relaxed and much yeah. more humorous or like they're, they're, they are definitely more relaxed and more fun to be around than, uh, than not. And I now statistic on second date. Statistic yeah. on second <laughs> <laughs> We got the first date. Well, the statistic we the on the second, second date. date is is that I know that they there's eight out of the eighty six percent they go on a first date. I know that eighty two percent get to the second date because there are unfortunately there are some people who don't answer back and hmm. maybe they've changed their mind or whatnot, but most dates happen or go to the second date. After that, they're on their own. What I will say also is that um, once they do come to elite speed dating, the average group, some people think the rate of return, right? Like, am I going to come back and see you every month? <laughs> um, you won't see me actually every month. <laughs> I, you're more than welcome to, to come if you're, if you'd like to, but the average rate of return, if it did not work out the first time is actually every two, three months that you'll see someone, which tends to believe that the second date or even the third, most people that come back actually say they've gone through three, four before giving it a, a no. 
Okay, so you do have another speed dating event next Saturday night as well, right? So what's the age group for that group? We have three age groups. We have the 25 to 35, 36 to 45, and 46 to 55. Okay, so if you want to attend one of these um, speed dating events, it's happening Saturday night, and you can get um, so you can sign up at EliteSpeedDating.com and you have very high statistics to get a date um, from one of these speed dating events. So I don't understand why anybody wouldn't just go, you know, is Grand Prix, get in that car and just go speed <laughs> out that gate right? <laughs> right into a date with somebody. Thank you so much for joining us, Fritz. Um, as always, great information. Bridget, also... Thank you for being my pal this weekend. And, it's a uh, pleasure to pal around with you, my dear. <laughs> and now we can get on our heels and we can go speeding back. We have another pit stop night. to make. <laughs> we have pit stops to make all over this city. So remember, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, watch our show on YouTube or podcast. Listen to Solo in the City every Saturday night at 10 p.m. here on CJD. 800 the show all about relating dating and mating and remember keep integrating social solutions because we all know it's all about the kiss so give me speed.